Welcome back to Hello Reality with the two guys who are really only good at stupid things. It's Joseph and it's Eric. Eric, how are you, buddy? Yes, and one of those stupid things is not publishing podcasts on a daily uh, schedule or a repeatable schedule, I should say, because it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, I've been good. Life gets in the way sometimes, and also sometimes it doesn't, and you just don't feel like doing podcasts anyway. A little bit of burnout going on, but we're back to talk about this episode, and uh, before we do that, it's been like three or four weeks. Joseph, what's new with you, man? Um, I recently, I was telling you got a new job at a video store. Yes, which surprised yes. me because I didn't know that video stores still existed. Yes, it's very niche. Uh, it's in the horror realm. Um, so it kind of specializes in, in that. They got a lot of cool antique uh, VHSs, some of which are just ridiculously expensive, uh, even wow. for a film fanatic like me. Um, but yeah, um, like I said, I am a film fanatic, so definitely a perfect little side gig for somebody like me. That's cool. Are you working there yeah. specifically for the 10% discount you get on old VHS players? 10%? More like, uh, you know... Five. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's that's cool, man. I, I knew yeah. about this hobby of yours. You're a bona fide cinephile, uh, working on screenplay as well. So I think mm-hmm. that's that's really neat. It suits you well, and it's like the perfect little side hustle, as the kids say. Yes. Um, you did point out that we have had a little bit of hangover lately. Uh, I do. I do like this season. I want people to know that. I actually think this has like been one of the better seasons in a minute. It's just that we have been pretty much podcasting about this show nonstop since the first All-Stars. Yeah, we don't really get time off. And look, there's some podcasts out there that do it, and I don't know how. I really don't. Uh, this It doesn't seem like much to just do our crappy little podcast <laughs> once a week, but for some reason, for some reason, <laughs> uh, we've been pretty busy some weeks and it hasn't worked out, so... Look, apologies for that. I, I, you know, keep checking your podcast app. And if we're not there, then just go on with your life, I guess. And we'll do our best to close out the season strong. <laughs> Although we've said that before. But anyway, enough about that, really. Look, do you want to just get into this episode? Because I agree, man. This, this has been a solid season. Although this episode in particular, I think you're higher on it than I am. Because it really? felt like... It felt like not a lot happened in 90 minutes, if you ask me. Okay. Um, I thought it was interesting the way everything unraveled. Uh, There were some funny moments in there as well. I thought the elimination was great. Always good to see Fessy meet his downfall. Um, Of course. I think think now that we're heading into the final, really anybody could win. And I wouldn't be super bummed out about any of the results, really. Yeah, so and honestly, nice. I'm more excited to talk about the upcoming final, the final four teams, the season as a whole. I agree. It's been good. I just think in this particular episode, I mean, did, did anything happen besides all those things you pointed out, which were great, which were great. Right. So it do just you feel like-, like bananas had to go in in order for this to be a good episode? No, no, not necessarily or anything like that. I just feel like, look, look, a lot of times, Joseph, um, I feel like 90 minutes is a lot of time for these challenge episodes. Sometimes they can fill it and it's great. Sometimes it's like, man, the show used to be 30 minutes and then 60 that's really, and then 90. That's really a big part of this hangover too. Like, I think if these seasons were like how they used to be, where it was like 12 episodes a season and like you said, 45 minutes which is really 30 minutes of content, um, then yeah, that's a lot easier than literally I have to watch an hour of pure content, maybe an hour and a couple minutes with commercials and stuff, but yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, another party scene where they're all going to talk <laughs> about the same thing 600 times. <laughs> is bananas show, going in? This show <laughs> has become, or the, and maybe it's like this season, Devin said it on a podcast that this is not an original take, but it's like, it's like couples therapy. Like, like some of these scenes <laughs> with people. It's like, they're like, there's no like game drama or like stuff like that. It's just all like... I don't know. Like, uh, we didn't talk about Amber and Chauncey that much. Uh, They got eliminated last episode after dubiously sending themselves in. And 
I feel like that was that was their, their we had so many confessionals of them just being like it's so difficult for us like we're on different teams uh, with each other and that never came to fruition right like there was never like a scene where that really got tested uh, yeah. so it's so it's like why do we why did we need all these confessionals when I know from hearing behind the scenes from other players that there's actual drama going on so the show's definitely become more vanilla. Yes, Joseph, I'm glad you asked that question. Why do we have all these confessionals about nothing really that interesting? What happened to the good old days when there was, you know, actual drama and fun and parties, like real ones in the house, not like the, you know, scripted weekly party scene? Where where did all that go? And I think I brought this up on an earlier podcast. Can't remember. It's been a while. But I think a lot of the problem lies in that way these seasons are edited these days where I've been doing research into this and each episode is pretty much edited by a different person. You know, especially with the episodes getting even longer, they're they're outsourcing more and more episodes to more editors. So instead of just a really small number of editors working on a whole season, now there's a lot of editors doing like two episodes each. I think I was, uh, I think I saw one or two episodes each quoted and because of that, they're all making these in a vacuum. I think there's a lack of communication about like broader themes. And case in point, we get a phone call between Bananas and Wes uh, talking about the Bananas' relationship with Devin. And I was like, where was this all season long? Like, you can't just tell me this has been a thing all season long. And when has this ever come up? I can't recall a single like jokey sequence or interaction between the two of them that went beyond general strategic talk. Can you? No. Uh, and like you said, they told pretty much all that through flashbacks, which those were really funny. And the way they did it was good, uh, actually. But it would have been yeah. much more suspenseful had like we known about this whole time. Like I, We definitely knew that they weren't going against each other like they were. But we didn't know this was like a bromance or anything. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's bizarre that it's only coming up now. So, look, I... I know we look at the show with a weird slant, a lot of video editing talk and all that, but it's out of love. It's like me wanting to bring the best of the new era of the show and all the improvements they made in a lot of ways, but combine that with some things that I feel like have been lost to time, uh, specifically around the kind of way a show is edited and the overall feel of it. So yeah, that I'm going to get off so, my soapbox now. What, what do you think? <laughs> uh, so I, 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 I agree with all that. <laughs> the... <laughs> but but this is the uh so the episode starts with all the guys talking about how hey we need to get rid of johnny right he's avoided every elimination and jordan says that's his that's his mo um and bananas on his podcast was like i don't think that's my mo because i pretty much <laughs> go into an elimination every season and i read this johnny say what you will about his elimination record i don't think it's as impressive as you would think uh but like he is actually seven and three in eliminations before the finale. Mm, that's pretty good. And those are presumably against some of the tougher teams, too, who've made it that far. Yeah, theory. exactly. Yeah, uh, that, right. that is a lot better than his overall record. Which yeah, is 12 I saw and this 14, too. by the way. 12 and 14? 12 and 14. Ooh, I didn't know it was below 500. Yeah, me neither. Yikes. That's that's still kind of surprising. Uh, that is bizarre. Which makes it even okay. crazier that like when his ass is really on the line, he seemingly performs. So maybe I think... he just needs that back up <laughs> against the wall mentality. I don't know. Well, Joseph, his ass is always in the lot on the line in eliminations. I think it's more that he gets so close <laughs> he can smell the money, and that's, that's really a mean. motivating factor. He's right, like. Right, right. Oh. I'm so close to that payday. All right, I better turn on the jets in this one. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but that's a that's a better choice of words for sure. But yeah, so his <laughs> his um, elimination record uh, in the clutch situations is very good, as we see again in this episode. Um, and really, the whole the whole decision of the episode is: Are we going to send in Fessy or Bananas? Is it better to send in who's currently doing better on this season, or somebody who's performed better overall in the history of the show? Right. All right. So let's talk about that. Like you said, big decision of the episode. We really got this set up right from the jump when Tori and Devin had their little spa day strategy talk and we're told all <laughs> episode long. Can they make long, it more obvious who's going to win these dailies? 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I, I wasn't even going to belabor that point like we have so many times. But yeah, right, right. right from the beginning, we know it's like Devin's leaning towards putting in bananas uh, and Tori's leaning towards putting in Fessy. And, uh, you know, it, it was really framed from the perspective of the guys getting put in. You notice that? Like not a lot of talk about their partners. Uh, it's like bananas and Nani <laughs> or Fessy and Mariah. Right. Perhaps. It, it's, I think it's also virtue of being the vet. Like if it was like Laurel, you know what I mean? People would probably say, you know, but. Um, yeah, but, of course. Uh, yeah. They're, they're the bigger names uh, in this franchise for sure. Just thought yeah. that was interesting. Uh, and I guess they're the more relevant component here. You know, if it was Tori and Devin, I'd probably be more scared of uh, Tori in a final. Uh, but in or, some ways, it's like the more important component, like the weak link of the team, as we often see on these like partner seasons. Say it again. What's what's the question in there? Isn't the more important aspect who's the anchor on the team rather than who's the best person on the team? Like you said, it yeah. gets framed as yeah. Johnny versus Fessy, but is it more so is can Mariah beat Nani? Because as we've seen on these seasons, you're only as strong as like your weakest link with the partner. That's a really good point. I think you know. I think it depends in the final. If it's like a bananas, I think he's he's really good at finals. Or if it was say Landon, I'd be more worried about Landon. It's like it almost doesn't matter who his partner is. You're like God, he can win with anybody. Um, mm-hmm. But if it's well, like Jordan and Anisa here, it's like uh, you know what? I think Anisa is actually the more relevant person here. We kind of want her in a final. That that seems like a achievable opponent, you know. So it's right. almost like Jordan doesn't even matter in that situation. Because I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, I don't mind keeping Nani around. You know, she we know she's had uh, difficulty with endurance in her last final, um, and she's a, never won. So is that really a scary... We've seen at times they haven't worked great together in certain scenarios this season. So, like, is it worth it maybe just to let them stay around? Or Fessy and Mariah maybe the more threatening team? I think it's a wash, honestly. I think it's pretty close to it. And right. by I the agree. way, side note, Nani, I think there's there was a thing for a while in the NFL called the Andy Dalton line, which was a postulate that suggested that Andy Dalton was like the average quarterback. He was right in the middle, and you could judge if you were like above average, top 16, or bottom 16 by comparing yourself to him. I think Nani is that for challenge women. I think she's like just you're know, right there in the middle. She's not particularly amazing in anything, but she's not like an anchor in any way at all either. And she has her, her strengths here and there. Not a great elimination record, but she did do really well in a final earlier. What do you think? Right. I I don't think um I don't think that quite fits. I feel like she's slightly better than that. Like I would probably give her like a B, you know what I mean, or something like that. She makes it really far on a lot of these seasons. Um, so there is something to be said about her social game and she's never really like bad at anything like outrightly, uh, that I can remember. Like maybe if it's something like super physical, uh, depending on the matchup, but she's pretty decent at everything. So you would take Nani over a random partner each season. I guess, I guess I probably would too. Yeah, I guess I would for sure. Her elimination record, though, like I mentioned, not not great. Even after the season, six and ten. So I think she's more. Be- she's definitely a lot better than average in like the social game and making friends and all that. I don't know how good in a limbs she usually is, but right. it's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think of the decision? Like, that's really the big question: is did Tori and Devin make the right decision? And then we can circle back and talk about the daily itself. But like, this is the big part of the episode. What, what would you have done if you were in their shoes? Would you throw on bananas, or was Fessy and Mariah I, right? I, I think I might have thrown in bananas, but I actually think that maybe Devin made the more shrewd move uh, in the end because, like we, you said, it's a wash, right? Because. You know that because of the way you have it set up with Anissa and Jordan agreeing to protect Olivia and Horacio, you can probably count on that, right? So whomever doesn't isn't the direct vote is likely going to go in anyway. They have a 33% chance at it not being them pretty much, right? So mm. does it really matter that much? Like not really. And if you can avoid breaking a promise to somebody like Nani mentioned that Devin did preseason 
And like you said, I've said many times this season, it's Devin's re- image rehabilitation season. So to <laughs> further improve that, uh, I think it's pretty shrewd to just, you know, not make a big splashy move when, like you said, you're probably going to get the matchup you want anyway. And uh, the matchup being Fessy versus Johnny. Or right. that's yeah. Fessy and Mariah versus Johnny and Nani. Yes, thank you for including the full partnership there. Uh, yes. I yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on this one. I think that the draw is a big factor here. You know, it's really not as simple as Bananas and Nani or Fessy and Mariah because due to the fact that the other teams involved, Orasio and Olivia and uh, Jordan and Anissa, they would save each other like for sure. You know, the team that you don't pick still has a two and three chance of going in. So for that reason, I think it makes sense to Devin for Devin to say, hey, built this actually successful relationship with Bananas. You know, who knows how many more seasons he's going to do? Probably like 30. So might as well keep that going and say they're probably going to go in anyway. Doesn't really matter all that much. And even if that doesn't happen, if they draw the safe dagger, you know, Fessy and Mariah, they dominated that mini final. They're still like borderline as scary and more than likely they would have been eliminated in this episode in this episode no matter what because i think johnny and nani would have picked horacio and olivia and i feel like they just would have been way better at that challenge or at least horacio would have yeah yeah i mean horacio would have been amazing at it and in fact i wish that's what happened then he would have gotten his sixth win probably broke the record amazing yeah Oh my he would god! Have bro- oh my god! Six in a season, Horacio. Oh yeah, god. that would have been incredible. So, Horacio has been amazing. Obviously, rookie of the year. Olivia consideration too for uh, you know her personality and confessionals and skill in eliminations as well. Really, one mm-hmm. A and one B. Obviously, yeah. I mean, who yeah, else they- even comes close? Kenny. I, also, her strategy I think is pretty good, and she seems to have a pretty good understanding of the game uh in a couple seasons she could be pretty good yeah for sure yeah uh a little tangent there what do you think of the daily this episode ice bath plus memory puzzle at first i wasn't uh you know i was like whatever you know it's not bad it's not great uh but watching it play out i actually thought it was pretty entertaining yeah why so because Why so? uh, we talked about this on the phone. They made some <laughs> editing choices that I thought were pretty good with. I, we always like it when they just let scenes play out and they're not as like overly edited. And there were a couple of points where there was just no music and you just really got to focus in on them trying to communicate with each other. And it did a good job of communicating to us how difficult this whole thing was. Yeah. But, uh, but also, okay. <laughs> Can I just say one thing too? Like yes. every team but Devin and Tori did this so dumb. <laughs> like <laughs> like their strategy. Why? Like I know we, we criticize people all the time. Sometimes I'm like, oh, well, maybe I would do the same thing. And this there's no way I would have done it like like how they did it. Like th- I, I go on. That's that's crazy to me that they thought like they would explain it one cube at a time. like to their partner and like try to tell them what's on all sides of that one cube like instead of doing what Devin and Tori did which is like pick one side of each one and we'll do that one first even if we have to make more trips we won't get any wrong and we can just like hustle through it we can communicate it pretty quickly it makes sense I I think although I did actually wonder they designated the cubes where the top one was number one and then left was two and then right was three except they're like almost in a line so to me I was a little confused why they didn't just go left to right one two three he did on the podcast Devin said that they did say that to each other beforehand maybe that was like and that it was because he knows people read left to right so it does seem like that was included as well Okay. Oh, interesting. All right, cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, a big part of these memory challenges is like, how do you divide it up? That can make or break you. You try to do too much, bite off more than you can chew. You're going to make mistakes. And then it's really hard to come back from that. But if you keep it too simple, then you're doing way more trips than everybody else. And I think going in, I'm guessing I wasn't alone in thinking that Tori and Devin were the favorites. They're really good at this kind of thing. And Devin's got a good memory, of course. And they're really good communicators. We've seen that time and time again this season and other seasons too. So 
No surprise that they had the best plan and the best memory. Are Devin and Tori going to win this season? Dude, it's wild, but like we're at the final now. They, they certainly could. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. Are we going like, to live in a world where Devin Walker is a winner of the challenge? That, that would blow my mind. It's wild that it's even a real possibility, but it it's, it totally is. Yeah. Like, okay, Here, here's a question. Do you want to just go through the elimination and talk a little bit about that and then set our sights forward to the final? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I love this elimination. This was this was a good one. This was great. Oh wait, think- we have to we have to mention one thing. I'm sorry. Sure. Um Wes. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you missed All Stars 3, this is basically the sequel. This is part two of their <laughs> once a season phone call love affair, where yes. I think Wes called bananas. And now it's time to return the favor. Yes, so he gets some advice from his uh, newfound friend, really, Wes, because he says that um, he's just as big of a scumbag as Devin. So, you know, why not talk to another scumbag about what Even another better. scumbag's thinking? Exactly, yeah. And, yeah. I mean, this is all for TV, of course. I get that. But, look, I enjoy it still. And once a season is the right amount of times to get a, a cameo from whoever's not on the season. I don't think they really talked about anything of strategic note. You know, I think Wes kind of just said, Devin's probably going to make whatever decision he thinks is best for his game. It's like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> he really said nothing. He's like, I no. bet he's playing all sides of the house. And it's like, well, number one, why are you throwing your friend under the bus like that? <laughs> number two, um, right. yeah, it's, that's kind of obvious. It's Devin. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, it was, it was still fun. Do you have any other thoughts on the combo? Uh, No, I just thought we would uh, be remiss not to at least mention it. So, a hundred percent. But yeah, Yeah. good thing you're here. Yes, yes. Um, And and then the elimination. Can I say say something too? Is is it just me, or was like the entire rest of the episode just generic relationship talk, or all about bananas, like not being an elimination? It's it's like they concentrated every single confessional or discussion about letting bananas get to the final into this one episode. When again, mm-hmm. I feel like we could have used a little bit of teeing this up in previous episodes. It's not like everyone's cool with bananas getting to the final five teams, but then all of a sudden like, whoa, can't let them get to the final four teams. Like final five is fine, but final four is not fine. You know, yeah, like right? they had to have been talking <laughs> about this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess when it just comes down to, it's like, this episode wasn't going to be that suspenseful, probably no matter what, right? Um, because it is so close to the end. So it's like not even that big of a move if you do send them in. Because like you said, it's just like right. there's only so many people left. This isn't a Tony time decision or anything like right, that. Exactly. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. Right. Or, or even a Sarah Rice decision, you know? It's just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which another great uh, end of the game decision. Yeah. See, th- yeah. those had a lot of meaning and depth behind those decisions here. Look, once again, I'm going to I'm going to shut up, okay? I'm going to shut up, I promise, but we don't have the backstory to make this decision have any weight, really. Like think about how it felt when Sarah and Tony made those decisions at similar points in the season, right before the final, and sent bananas in. And here it's like it's Devin and bananas like you think that they'd be providing enough material all season long to support like a really big decision like this, like this could have been a really meaningful decision. We're just not seeing it. I think we're only it getting could, surface it, level stuff. It really could have been a lot better. It's like they had this whole fight on Final Reckoning that was like super duper ugly on both sides. And they could have, I'm sure they must have discussed that in the house or discussed the way they used to interact with each other or something. I just feel like there had to have been something there that would have made this episode more compelling. But you know what? Silly me, Joseph. What am I talking about? Where would we have time to fit that content in between the 600 requisite uh, Tory and Jordan relationship uh, segments per episode that we had to get through? Or yes. all of the scintillating drama between Casey and Kenny or, you know... Ryan uh, Fessy. Yeah, that which was like okay, that was something. Or um, um, that Amber, makes sense. A- Amber B and Chauncey. Yes. Like, think of all the fun things we learned about their relationship over the course of the season. 
It's like, yeah. like in all seriousness, why are we choosing the things we're choosing to put in these episodes? It doesn't make sense. Anyway, yeah. um, elimination was great. <laughs> it you was. Got anything else you want to uh, add to that? Um, it was a very cool idea. Uh, the elimination was called Bridget, uh, which might be the best elimination title this season. Good job. That's good. They did. Yeah. They did good. <laughs> yeah, I'm proud. We've seen episodes like this, or I'm sorry, eliminations like this before. I think the most notable one was like when Wes went up against my boy Chet Cannon in the first elimination of the ruins um, with that ladder. But this was at an Typical angle. Typical memory for you. Yes. And uh, a great memory for me. This looked like one of the hardest things I've ever seen on this show. <laughs> yeah, dude. This looked really <laughs> tough. Like, how yeah. did bananas actually do that? Honestly, very impressive. Yeah. Were they not allowed to grab the ropes either? Um, I don't know. I yeah. actually, that never crossed my mind. Like, the sides think, of the ropes, you mean, or what? Yeah. I feel they, like I saw someone they? say that, but I feel like it's almost impossible to do it that way. So, I feel like... Were they, they not right. grabbing? They had to have been, right? Yeah. But, whatever. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, bananas... Um said on a podcast that he came up with a different strategy of how to do it easier. But once he saw that Fessy was copying what he was doing, he decided not to go with that strategy. Wait, what was he doing? So what he wanted to do, but what he didn't do was he wanted to you, which I actually think this might've been harder. Uh, but he said he wanted to use his leg to roll the, the rung up. Rather mm. than go behind yourself and grab it. Turn around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He said that he feels like he could have figured that out. And had he done that, then if Fessy would have copied him, Fessy would have been able to do that. He knew that for Fessy to reach back would be much more difficult for him. Uh, so he decided gotcha. not to go with that strategy. That's that's brilliant, honestly. And that's something that you got to always keep in mind on the challenge. People, you're not in a isolation here. If you say something, people will commentate on it. You know, someone would tell Fessy to do that. Uh, yeah. If that's true, that's a good heads up play by him. Mariah was literally telling Fessy, copy what Johnny's doing uh, during the elimination. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. So. Exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, this this was not Fessy's elimination. This might be the, the one of the first ones he was actually at a disadvantage in uh, with his size and everything like that. Um, and we saw how he performed and I don't think he has the best balance like he was talking about, uh, <laughs> in one of the previous dailies. And this is one of those, uh, stupid things that bananas is just better at than him. Yeah. What a dumb quote by Fessy, but I mean, I'm talking of course about how he's frustrated that bananas is good at stupid shit like this. Like, I don't know, balance. Like, I'm pretty sure Fessy has thought for all of his four seasons on the challenge that that uh, if you don't have exactly like the skill set of an NFL attempted tight end, <laughs> like you're a failure. You're bullshit like, you're, at the challenge. You're, you're below optimal you know, strength. It's like, it, it's gotta yeah. be exactly the things he's good at. That's what makes a good challenger and nothing yeah. else. Yes. So I, I still don't think he quite realizes what show he's on. He's like getting there, but he's not 100% there. Uh, but having said that, I think Fessy had like zero chance of ever being good at this because he actually was good at the one balance thing where he was walking, you know, on the on the beam. This one, though, like as much as he's had a massive advantage in other eliminations, now the other shoe has dropped. And I think it seemed like he has absolutely zero chance of doing this. Well, even which was, I, he which did was great. By the way, he did he did win that daily for his team, but he was also the only male during that daily who was able to go twice. So he was yeah. able to go first and That's then true. the second time. That's true. So, um, but yeah, um, Fessy was good this season. I think overall, um, you know, like I said, I don't think this just played to his strengths at all. I think this is probably a lot more difficult if you're a guy his size. So, for sure. Although bananas, I mean, he was still the first up out of all of them. And, and he's definitely, yeah, you're right. He's definitely no. He's a big guy. Uh, yeah, he's probably at least 200 pounds. So he's he's a lot lighter than Fessy for sure. But that's still like he's he's like more top heavy than anything. He's got a big upper body. You'd think this would be harder. But and he's 20 years older. 
Yeah. <laughs> Look, really impressive elimination by Bananas. And we don't yeah. say that all that often, but he, he showed one of his strengths for sure this time. And I think it, really he thrives at some like combination, some intersection of, you know, like strength, agility, balance, and strategy. Like if, if you have eliminations that involve a little bit of everything, not to mention like focus and determination, Bananas is probably going to have a decent shot. And honestly, I think uh, like when I'm thinking of males in challenge history who could have beaten him at this, the list is not that long. No, for sure. What is Bananas good at anyway? It's like weird that he's not so great at eliminations, but just truly destroys finals, which which involve more than just running usually. And sure, he's gotten like a lucky win here or there, but still, he's still like crushing finals at age 40. Why do you I think? I think that his superpower on the challenge is actually what is also Devin's superpower which is just like being able to problem solve like on the spot and figure out what's the best way to go about something. Um, I think you're right. And obviously involved in that is like coordination and all that other stuff that he's so good at. But that's really the thing that I feel like gives him the edge in a lot of these. Yeah. All right. We have talked about bananas enough now. What about Nani pulling it Holy off? Holy crap. Took her a little How- bit longer. But how dare you call Nani a uh, average? Uh, I don't even know what football player you refer to her as, but the average <laughs> challenge competitor with that sick catch, Eric. Come on, that was a sick catch with her foot. That was pretty cool. Yeah, um, come on, that was an all timer. That was an all timer for eliminations, uh, as far yeah. as like impressive uh, things. Uh, just to have the focus and be locked in. Um, <laughs> Do you think Johnny should like actually shut up when like she's trying to do stuff? It seems like this is like a problem with them a lot. Yeah. Well, some people might like that. It depends on the situation. Clearly he should shut up after she tells him in no uncertain terms to shut up. Uh, it's not helping, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it took him a little while to not talk. Maybe one of his weaknesses, not talking. If, if an elimination involves not talking, bananas could be in trouble. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he would not be good at that um so yeah so props to nani this was super impressive and especially like excuse me to get all the way up there and drop it be completely demoralized and then do it again like props to her yeah same uh, good job nani she did get the win uh, eventually despite having the, probably the most frustrating experience. Like I can't I would implode out there, man. I I would lose oh it my God. after getting to the top and falling twice. Like that would suck so hard. Nani carries herself pretty well for the most part, I will say. Uh she's had some moments this season, but obviously she's going through a lot. So, uh For sure. Prop Props to Nani. This was this was awesome. Uh, Mariah and Fessy, no props at all. They weren't even fucking close. I don't think either of them uh, made it up halfway even. Um, so, yeah, no. really impressive win by uh, Nani to just make somebody like Mariah. She beat her twice, and Mariah has been pretty good at some of these. That's true. Mariah's, I feel like, better in... I mean, she's she's got some strengths, but she's like she she's got some holes in her game. I think clearly, and she was asked to do this probably shortly before the season. I, as far as I know, she doesn't like train for anything like that. She acquitted herself well out there. You know, if we are ready to eulogize her and Fessy, mm-hmm. solid rookie season. Seems like a super nice person. Um, especially having to work with Fessy all season long, that can't be easy. And that, still that, calling him a good guy after everything that happened. Yeah, except with a caveat. What didn't she say? Like in most situations, or like <laughs> she, off the I field, think she, or something. I think like she that. did have something like that. Yeah, I forget <laughs> what. Yeah, I think you're right. There was a caveat there. Um, but yeah, Mariah was fine. You know, uh, I would probably do without seeing her again, just because I know she's gonna be a little bananas minion. But uh, whatever. Yeah, she, she I. Was nice. Yeah, same, same. She was she was fine, nice person and all that. Um, you know, she did have the Fessy storyline, but that was more because of Fessy than anything else. Uh, Fessy's gone. Fessel. Orlando style. Orlando, what? I'm, you didn't catch him saying that multiple times throughout the episode. Or I think they only said it twice, but uh, they were no, like... No, what's that mean? They're both from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> and they, is, that a, is that a phrase? Joseph, you're no! from Florida. No! <laughs> 
I've never heard anybody say that. Anybody who's from Florida, for the most part, is ashamed to be from Orlando because <laughs> it is just a hellhole of like fucking Disney and Universal traffic. Like, yeah, oh, a that's funny. Yeah. So you so, never go to a restaurant and you're like, look, I'll I'll get a burger, Orlando style. <laughs> uh, look at you, funny Orlando style, please. <laughs> <laughs> I must have missed that. Yeah. Um, glad I'm not in the dark on this one, though. It, it's just not a phrase. Okay, good. Yeah, me so, and my friends were watching it, and we were just like, we do not want these people representing us. Disavow. It's bad enough in Florida the people who are representing us. <laughs> well, at least they didn't say like Tampa Bay style. You know, like it's not a personal attack on on your own city. That's true. Um, but There's yeah, so, Fessy. Uh, this was definitely a season of the challenge that Fessy was on. Um, like I said before, it's always satisfying to see him lose, even though I really don't, I don't look for reasons to dislike this guy. I just feel like he always says something where I'm just like, why are you being a dick? Like for no reason. Like he makes the comment about like, oh, I am like Horacio is the guy the girls go to when like I say no and like stuff like that. And like saying that Johnny's not he's only good at dumb shit. <laughs> like, it's just like, right. Why do you have to discredit people to like put up yourself? Like he just seems very insecure to me in that way. Look, I'm of the opinion that it's it really comes down to like, you need to have some self-awareness and self-deprecation. And, uh, you also need to be right when you go for that type of confessional. It's like, if you make super cocky confessionals and you don't deliver, or you have absolutely no sense of humor about yourself, that's when you're gonna look stupid. And sometimes it's it's easy to cross that line. Maybe he's going for funny and it's not coming across. Look, I would certainly understand that. Can relate. Doesn't always work out the way you intend, hey, but- Hey, real so, quick, that's, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> at all no do not so, even put that in the universe <laughs> so many of his confessionals are just delivered without a trace of awareness at all and yeah it makes it pretty easy to root against him although i will say he went out with with some grace he had a yes you know solid finish to the season so i think he went out on uh, on his his own high note you know. Fessy is literally, and I've said this in previous seasons, he's literally the perfect villain for the challenge because he's not like a terrible guy. Like overall, I don't think uh, he's a douche. You know what I mean? And I think that's like really what you want most of the time. You know, um, I think deep down we've seen him have moments where he's been really cool uh, on this and Big Brother. So uh, and it's impressive to be in two finals in four seasons, but it's just when he says stuff like, I think I'm better than Jordan and bananas, even though I haven't won yet. It's just like, come on, bro. Right. Look, if he says that stuff, he's got to be ready for the other shoe to drop when he can't, can't deliver. So yeah, that's happening once again. And I'm so glad that we won't see him as a winner, but that means we have to turn to who the winner's going to be. And look, it's well, not really a surprise to me that, the Jordan, uh, sorry, not Jordan. I was going to say Bananas and Nani and Tori and Devin are here. All season long, they felt like kind of the favorites um, in terms of ability to win a final and get there. Uh, a little surprised Jordan and Nisa made it all the way here. Although, yeah. I, you know, I once they got past a certain point in the game, it was like, okay, as long as they don't get like a, a bad elimination, I can certainly see them there. And then Horacio and Olivia, rookie team of the year by far. Five elimination wins for Rossio. What would that mean? Like four for Olivia, I think. Three or four. Mm -hmm. um, Something like that. They seem like they don't have the experience required to win a final, but like athletically, they certainly can. So what do you think? I think that Olivia and Horacio, I just think Olivia is going to probably bring them down just based on that one mini challenge we saw. Uh, but you never know with these. There could be some puzzles mm -hmm. and there could be some breaks in between. Um, who knows how it's going to go about. Um, so they have a dark horse chance, but obviously don't think I don't think it's very likely. Um, Jordan and Issa, barring a Hercule Herculean <laughs> effort. Um, yeah, uh, we, we are. We know the story there. Uh, Johnny and Nani, obviously, I think 
you would have to say they're the favorites, right? Just based on experience and everything else. But yeah, I think Devin and Tori are right there with them. I don't think it's that far off. It's I, yeah, I I mostly agree. It's definitely a two horse race for me. Um, yeah, I think that, and I could be wrong, you know, but I think that between Olivia's, I don't know how good or bad she is at running, but it seems like you know it wasn't a, a strength or anything like that. Between that and all the puzzles. On a final, a hundred hour final, by the way, haven't mentioned that yet. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that Jesus means. Jesus Christ. Terrified there's of that. no way it's a hundred straight. <laughs> like, there's got to be some breaks. I, look, we, oh my God. After that season of the Challenge USA, I am actually terrified of the final. I have no doubt that everything we've talked about and thought about and watched this season will all be for nothing. But anyway, before we get into that... Yeah. I think that, you know, Bananas and Nani have to be the favorites. You know, uh, it's just uh, Devin. Still haven't seen him, like, really see a ton of improvement in the running portion. Although, if it's, like, big on puzzles and different time sequences, like, you never know. I think that Devin, from what we've seen on his Instagram and stuff like that, um, he's posted his run times. And he has gotten better. I'd say he's, like, average to maybe above average now for, like, his age. Um and in some ways, like, that's all he really needed to be last season. Like, last season, if he would have just been kind of on pace with them, he would have won probably, right? Um, so I think it just depends on how the puzzles play out and just the checkpoints, really. Or do the checkpoints favor things that Johnny's better at? Or do they favor things that Devin and Tori are better at? Right. I don't know. We'll find out. I, yeah. like I said, terrified of what a 100-hour final could be because it's certainly not going to be a straight-up race. Which is, oh man, I miss the days when the final was just simply a race. Those yes. were the days, Joseph. We didn't know how good we had it. Just someone's winning, someone's losing. You know, who's who? Uh, they just do stuff. Whoever does the stuff fastest wins. Ah, oh, it was awesome. It was Everybody really, really is a dumbass, by the way, if Johnny gets the end and wins this. <laughs> Let me just yeah, look, it, it does kind of seem amazing that... He could win his eighth season and only like barely get into one elimination and not even sent directly in all season long. Where does that rank among the all-time lists if Johnny Bananas and Nani do win this season? I think that you have to give a lot of credit to Nani on this one. Uh, I think a lot of times there were situations where people wanted to send them in and it was like, yeah, but I can't send in Nani, you know? Um, and so I think she definitely deserves a lot of credit in that regard. I don't think it's solely bananas doing like an impressive, uh, political strategic game. Like every time somebody wanted to send them in, whether it was Michelle or Nelson, there was one person who was always like, well, I don't want to hurt Nani. Right. And that one day they first came into the game a little bit late. Remember that they weren't even here at the beginning. Uh, that was (laughs) probably the riskiest time of the game for them. It could have been an easy vote. Uh, or easy one of the four names at the very least, and they won that together. So clutch wins when needed, um, safe decisions. You know, I think they both did a good job of like really just being all about long-term relationships with the right people, not you know doing too much strategizing with the people they mm-hmm. didn't need to. And yeah, I totally agree with what you said. You know, Nani's always been great at that. So this season they just skated by. Yeah, it was it was like kind of. Uh... Wes and CT-esque on uh, their Rivals 2 season where it's like you see this big threat, but, you know, just nothing really happens. Uh, Devin and Tori, by the way, the only pair to be on the uh, season originally. Every other pair came came into the game at some point later. That is pretty strange. Yeah, wow. That's that's wild. You're right. (laughs) Jordan and Anissa (laughs) and Olivia and Horacio were all latecomers. By the way, isn't that crazy that... Horacio and Olivia, they were alternates on this cast. It's like hard to imagine, you know, like who who they cast over them. Like, so crazy. let me ask you, let me ask you something. How do you think Horacio and Olivia know each other? Because I know the answer to this. Well, I listened to Bananas podcast with Horacio where he oh, talked okay. about this. So I can't, I can't take part in this quiz. Yeah, really. You want to um, share? Uh, I thought it was met? crazy that they've known each other for like 10 years and they never talked about that on the show. Like, I always figured they just knew each other from, like, some dumb TV show or something. 
Yeah, you would think. And they were, and that's the crazy part. They knew each other for that long, and then they both went on to get cast on two totally different TV shows. And they were friends, friendly. You, you kind of said nothing happened between them ever, but of course that's a question that's going to come up. So we'll take Horacio's word at face value here. And then they're looking for pairs for the season. It's like, wow, the stars really align for some people sometimes, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I've heard, I've seen people online be like, oh, they they don't they're not really close. They don't really know each other. I'm like, no, they've they've known each other since college. Yeah, it is. I crazy. didn't know that either. It's how does that not come up more on the show? It's it's absolutely wild to me. Not not sure. even more. At least once <laughs> they didn't mention it one time. No. I remember their intro package too. It was like the most generic intro package. I made a note of it. It was it was it told me nothing about them whatsoever as teammates. And to hear that they have this background, mind blowing. What are they doing with their 90 minutes an episode? Like what do I even watch, Joseph? Sometimes I'm like, is is this just like a do I just like turn my brain off for 90 minutes and then turn it back on again? Am I being brainwashed? Like what even happens in that span? I don't know, but it's not backstories. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, anyway, certainly not that. I'm gonna I'm gonna calm down again. Got to got to refocus. Joseph, yes. what would it mean if Devin and Tori were to win the final? This would, I think, kind of change the way people think about the challenge in some ways. Um, somebody like Devin winning, I think it would definitely solidify to people more like, hey, you don't need to be the most like physical dude on the show. That being like somebody who's pretty good at everything or at least not bad at the wrong things. Like Devin's, he's he hasn't really had a bad performance in something in a while. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, it's it's he's really improved himself, I think, over time. Um, yeah. It, it's it's kind of, it's really impressive, actually. So yeah. he's someone, he's, he gets a lot of the attention because he's the guy who's, you know, you know plays the mastermind role. Really good at some things, really bad at other things. Everyone kind of takes it for granted. Tori's just a generally good competitor. She never really does too bad in anything, and she's always competent to great at challenges. Uh, so Devin's really the more interesting figure in that partnership. And what it comes down to is, can you win a final? And then can you get to a final? Clearly, you can get to a final. Remaining question to be seen, You know, do they have the endurance and everything that it takes to win a final? Uh, and I think they're both question marks in that regard too, right? Like Tori's never won a final. She was close this last time. Um, I think it was just kind of a weird partner thing there. Um, but, you know, this will definitely – they're both going to have proof some people wrong if they win this because they've both been people who the fan base has perpetually said is overrated um, and because they haven't won before. Um, more so Tori than Devin. I don't think people even – rate Devin at all really uh I think uh you know I think people are starting to come around that he's like actually good at stuff um but it is a crazy transition right uh for somebody like him to go from like a layup to now this is somebody who can win this season it is the second favorite really right so Devin has I think he's win or lose I think he's made that jump he's now been in two straight finals he has a very positive elimination record and he's you know a stat that probably goes overlooked is his daily wins or his team wins he's very often like responsible for the strategy yes. that gets him a team win uh, yes. throughout the season so we we saw that so much last season too with the yeah teams. especially especially yeah. last season with all the the, the team like diamond team or sapphire team like all that nonsense that he was up to so mm-hmm. and then tori she made the final her rookie season uh been a lot of talk about how like she's you know someone who deserves a win but now it's been a lot of seasons and it's pretty hard to win this damn show so this would yeah. certainly be a big uh, notch on her belt probably a long awaited one um now and that also, we started uh i'm sorry one thing i want to flag up about tori is i actually think she played a very good political game also this season and was probably the most responsible of their team in that way for getting them far yeah no for sure i i don't really have much to say about their game you know they they made a few decisions here and there um mostly just made some like solid relationships there was a lot of talk about their like deals for a week you know deals for three weeks things like that they were both very active players yeah both of them but tori Mm -hmm. definitely for sure uh responsible of getting them there no coincidence that when you're politically active you make it to the end of the game isn't that crazy 
You certainly can. Um, yeah, in, a lot of people die by inaction on the show. That's for sure. Although yeah. the opposite is also true. Just ask Jay and Michelle. Okay. And uh, Johnny and Raven and. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, what would it mean if Jordan and Anissa are able to jointly win this final? So Anissa has impressed me a couple times this season. Um, you know, Jordan was coaching her through the whole uh, elimination. I forget what that one's called, but like knotted up or whatever. We've seen it a million times uh, where they have to undo the ropes from the jungle gym. And yes. Even though Jordan motivated her, she still had to do it. You know what I mean? She was the one moving herself around that. I I didn't think they could win it. It was impressive. Um, you know, they're not going to win a final. But um, what would it mean? It would mean that Jordan's the greatest teammate of all time um, in challenge <laughs> history. Uh, finally surpassing Landon Lewick in most impressive win with a deadweight partner. And Anissa... You would have to give her her credit, too. You would have to be like, holy shit, that's one of the most impressive things of, of human will and spirit I've ever seen. <laughs> wow, really positive slant. I love it. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's exactly right. It'll be Landon and Jordan, 1A and 1B, in terms of all-time incredible challenge final performances. Uh, no surprise there. Nothing, yeah. Nothing short of that. Which, honestly, if there's anyone in the world who's capable of pulling it off, it would be Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it would make so. sense. It would be a fitting end to their season where he's done that a few times now. And she's like stepped up and pulled off some surprising victories as well. So, oh, man, I... I would love it if they won. That would be amazing. I would eat so much crow. You know you what? Know, I would feel so happy for Anissa, honestly. Like, I, I really would to get the monkey off her back finally. Like, I'm sure it would be it would be really nice. They would do a whole montage, and I would probably get goosebumps. Like, you know, I would, it, would, it would feel good. Same thing with Nani, if Nani won. It would be. I'm here for the story, man. And I yeah. think we can't lose. Because the last pair... Rossio and Olivia, they would be a rookie rookie team winning in this final. Uh, Joseph, you're the historian. Has that ever happened? Two rookies winning since like we've been in the modern era of of teams, uh, a lot of duo seasons. I have to say no, just like thinking off the top of my head, because like I think of like guys like Leroy and Mike who made it really far, didn't win. Uh, Jordan and Marlon, their season didn't win. We've had impressive showings, but no winners of the pair seasons. Yeah, um, I don't think so it, either. And we'll have a new winner no matter who wins of what team. Right. That is also cool. Nani, yeah. of course, would be a first-time winner. Um, Jordan and Bananas, the only two winners out there. So, yes. yeah. Yeah, no, I think <laughs> no matter what, we have a story coming out of this final. That's why I'm excited going into the final. I hope that they do it justice, and it, it's. I just hope it's fair, man. I just hope it's fair, and that it makes goddamn sense. Is that too much to ask? Probably. Um, so Jordan yes. also want to point this out. If he won this season, he would be one of the only people, maybe in reality show history, to win two seasons of a show while also being eliminated on that same season. <laughs> wow, that would be he, an interesting. Because he, uh, he had a Redemption Island on Dirty 30, and he had a Redemption Challenge this season as well. Interesting. Little asterisk, yeah. Jordan. A little bit of an asterisk next to your name. There are a lot of those in the challenge, though. Don't, don't worry about it too much. It's all fucky anyway. <laughs> I can't think of a better way to end a podcast <laughs> than yeah. on that note. Yeah. It's like if you ever want to like look at anybody's like elimination or final record like up close, you could probably point holes in anyone. So Yeah. Probably. Look, there's there's a lot of luck involved in a lot of things in life. Some sports and games more than others, you know. Uh someday I hope to be able to accept that and not cry about it all the time. But yeah, I mean that's certainly not happening anytime soon. Yes. Um, do we have anything left? Do you want to mention the All Stars Four real quick? You know, I feel like uh, I, I don't. I don't really care. So uh, I feel like we brought it up when there was a few rumored cast members a while ago. I'm sure a lot has changed since then. You're more on the ball than me in this kind of thing. What do you want to tell us? Jay Gotti's back. Um, mm. 
who <laughs> had that tweet against Tyson last season. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that was okay. I remember this tweet happened. Uh, I remember it was hilarious. Can you refresh my memory? What he said exactly? I, I it, it was something to the effect of like, if I was on this show again, you would be lunch meat or something. It was like something like that. He was just calling. He was calling Tyson out on being co- so cocky. Or, or whatever, even though Tyson did not uh, cry during the final, I believe. He did quit, though, like Jay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, technically quit, you know, maybe yes. got frostbite and had no way of finishing a Sudoku puzzle, like they didn't know how to play. Yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Right, right. Um, yeah, that was pretty outrageous. And somehow, if you, dude, this is like the most impossible thing I've ever experienced in my entire life, I think. Uh, you might call that hyperbole. I don't think so. I can't think of anything that I thought was less likely to happen than Jay getting back on the challenge. Like, I, I thought he I, is so blacklisted, it's not even funny. Yeah, I don't really understand, like, the uh, the thinking necessarily. But, you know, uh, whatever, I guess. I, I think they're, like, they must be going with, like, a uh, redemption season or something like that. Because you got, you got like, uh, Tyree is apparently going to be on the season. Um, you got Brandon Nelson, who wasn't necessarily a bad competitor, but he was always somebody who went out early as well. You got Ryan Cahoe and Derek Chavez, who've never been known to be, you know, really threats. I think I was telling you on the phone, you have so many people on this season. Ace, another one who would be like the first person out on like a regular season. Uh, Steve, Steven Minky, he's coming back. Like, Oh, Steve and his hands are back. That's good. Yes. Yes. So the women's side looks better. We got Rachel coming back. Uh, Nicole and Laurel, which interesting. Um, Nicole Z, I presume. Yes, Nicole Z. And then mm. uh, we got uh, Cara Maria and Cam as well. Wow. Now, what even is All-Stars at this point? <laughs> I will say, dude, they there are some names on this list that I'm like, holy shit. Like, as far as, like, throwbacks. Uh, we got Flora from Real World Miami who a lot of people on spoiler accounts thought would just never be on the show again, honestly. <laughs> they were like, she's like, production hates her, uh, but she was such a great character on her season. Uh, we got wow. Rachel coming back, like I mentioned before. Uh, Avery, who was always good, and people have been clamoring for her. For the men, we have like Kefla Hare, who was on a season of The Road Rules like a long time ago. And he, he I, don't, I don't think he ever did the challenge. I think he just did road rules. So I think this might be his first challenge ever. Uh, we have Adam Larson, who is like always big on these shows. I can't believe he's going to be back. So they, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No, it's it's a real mixed bag. It's uh, I didn't mean to, yeah, and I didn't mean to say it's it's a bad cast. It's just confusing to me because it started off as all these old school players coming back, and now. Just in like one season, basically, it morphed into like a lot of current players who are like still on the challenge and still really good, mixed with some like really, you know, names from way back who are out of shape. And then there's the Jays that it's like they're just baffling casting choices. It's like I, I don't I don't get it. I'm a little confused, but you know what? Why not? I am happy here for though another that round. There's, there's nobody here really who was like. There's no like. Nehemiah or John A or somebody who just like or Derek who's just like okay we've had enough of them on All Stars you know what I mean I'm glad that this cast is it's, it's like there are some repeats but nobody who's outstayed their welcome really that part is great I do appreciate a list of mostly new players uh, on All Stars you know there's nothing less fun than me than less fun to me than watching John A and MJ again <laughs> for like the second or third time after they won Being that friends. season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh so yeah. my God. Uh, let's not open that can of worms. But yeah, so that uh, was the basic cast list. And that was the a basic episode recap. Eric, do you have anything to basically tell our audience? If anyone's still listening at this point, we don't deserve you. You know, thanks for, yes. <laughs> thanks for yes. joining us. <laughs> There's we, we love no, truer, no truer sentence has been spoken. <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> yeah our little side hobby is is become pretty inconsistent but 
We're gonna do the finale. We're gonna finish strong, as strong as we possibly can. Reevaluate in the off season what we're gonna cover, what we're not gonna cover. Really a question mark at this point, but regardless of how that turns out, thanks for joining us as we talk about the show this whole time. And you know, I'm 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 excited and scared for the finale, Joseph. What about you? Any last words? I honestly, dude, when I saw the trailer that said 100 hours, I was like, that sounds badass. <laughs> like, call me a masochist or a sadist or whatever the word is. Uh, watching people suffer in this way on the challenge. Uh, you know, that's what the challenge is about, right? Just crazy, sadistic, um, physical challenges. And that yeah. seems like that's what this final is going to be. So Crazy. In, insane, grueling, push people to their limits, fair challenges. That's what this final should be all about. Uh, you know, even playing fields would be great. Let's get it. And you know what? You're talking me into getting excited for this. I'm ready. Let's see a really grueling and again, fair and reasonable final. And I will yes. be so happy. So, yes. Rooting on Dorian, uh, Tori and Devin to win, that's my favorite thing that would happen. But like I said, wouldn't be too mad about anybody winning. I feel the exact same way. So, no, yeah. no, uh, nothing to the contrary there. Would be an interesting story no matter what. Probably Bananas uh, would be the most boring win, but even then Nani for gets sure. a win. Like, that's that's cool for Nani, I guess. I don't know. And maybe they'll stop Probably. casting her for a little bit, and they'll be like, okay, <laughs> that storyline with her is done. You know, we don't really have too much now, so... Who's uh, to say? Yeah, All right. We'll, well see. we'll see you soon for the finale recap and the finale. Until then, take care, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.